This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, April 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nelly. Here's today's headlines. Senate debates drought actions. Cal OSHA readopts pandemic rules and Biden's incomplete agenda. California's depleted water supply takes center stage in legislature. Senate GOP and moderate lawmakers came out in full force yesterday against a bill calling for more urban water conservation. Fire and water repeating a steady drumbeat for building new reservoirs. Senator Brian Dahl of Lassen County pointed out that the state's biggest water shortage comes in the form of Sierra snowpack, but he argued that it's been disrupted by wildfire damage. Building dams. Senator Jim Nielsen of Tahama said the mismanagement that has affected force is now happening to water supplies. He was offended Democrats would call for conservation after so quickly shooting down his measure last month on funding storage infrastructure. He charged that conserving is the woke thing to do, but it hasn't worked. This is the epitome of hypocrisy, added Senator Andreas Borges of Fresno. You can't conserve your way out unless you build. Urban versus rural. Democratic Senator Harry Stern of Canoga Park, on the other hand, defended the bill as a way for urban water users to make a sacrifice for all Californians, and he dismissed the site's reservoir proposal as a dam somewhere else that's not even shovel-ready. The vulnerable? Senator Ann Cabarello of Salinas also shared frustrations over delays with sites, and ordering conservation by region doesn't make any sense, she said, because, frankly, it always ends up hitting the Central Valley. She worried the lowest-income communities would feel the brunt of the cutbacks. Cost to cutbacks? Well, then Senator Susan Rubio of Baldwin Park, a moderate Democrat, did not support the bill due to the potential financial burden for small water districts. A litany of local agencies opposed the measure. Conserve and build. Another moderate, Senator Bill Dodd of Napa, took issue with Nielsen's description of, quote, a measly billion or so dollars going to sites. Dodd, who supports the proposal, said the project is actually advancing because of that state investment. But he added, we can walk, talk, and chew gum and conserve water use at the same time. Human security. Senator Melissa Hurtado of Sanger had a much more dire warning for her colleagues. Poor water management threatens our democracy and our very own existence, she said. Water insecurity can and will lead to social disruption if left unfixed. Defending his bill, well, Senator Bob Herzberg of Van Nuys said if this were the wrong action to take, it would simply mean more water would be available for growing food and other uses. The Senate advanced the measure to the Assembly. Cal OSHA extends COVID-19 workplace rules. The Cal OSHA Standards Board yesterday voted to readopt its emergency temporary standard for protecting workers from COVID-19, extending it to the end of the year. Farm and business groups pleaded for the agency to let the standard expire as the pandemic downgrades to an epidemic. For the third iteration of the standard requires employers to provide N95 respirators to any workers requesting them and updates quarantine guidance. 
It drops requirements for cleaning services, for petitions, and for face coverings for employees who are not fully vaccinated. Michael Miller of the California Association of Wine Grape Growers worried that new testing requirements would lead to more workers opting to stay home. Dairy seeks more action on container delays at ports. The dairy industry is asking the Biden administration not to take additional steps to address difficulties in getting containers full of U.S. ag commodities on ocean-going vessels. U.S. Dairy Export Council and the National Milk Producers Federation say they are grateful for actions already taken, such as new pop-up sites to provide empty containers to ag exporters, but that more needs to be done. The groups in a letter sent yesterday to Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack and Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg are asking for several actions at ports, including giving preferred or prioritized berthing access to incoming ships if they agree to load containers of ag commodities instead of leaving with empty containers, as many have been doing. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. An incomplete report card for President Biden. Happy Earth Day. The White House is using today to tout the administration's efforts to address climate change. President Biden, who pledged one year ago to have U.S. carbon emissions by 2030, quote, launched the most ambitious environmental and climate agenda in history, the White House says in its Earth Day proclamation. That's inarguable. When it comes to agriculture, that agenda is decidedly incomplete. The proclamation notes the president's America the Beautiful pledge to conserve 30% of U.S. land by 2030. But USDA has been struggling just to maintain enrollment in the Conservation Reserve Program, much less expand it. Meanwhile, Biden's Build Back Better bill is dead in the Senate, leaving in limbo billions in new funding for climate-related ag practices. The bright spot for the president, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack, will be using the Commodity Credit Corporation to fund a series of climate-smart commodity projects. Glickman, food security needs government focus. Former Ag Secretary Dan Glickman says the federal government needs to put a more coordinated focus on addressing food security, an issue that's getting renewed attention because of the war in Ukraine. We have a special envoy on climate change. We have a special envoy that will try to bring the government together through all the agencies of government. We don't really have that here. I'd like to see USDA take a higher profile role. I think it is the agency most equipped to handle this issue, Glickman said during an interview for this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers. While the war has made food security a higher priority issue among the countries of the world, There are many moving pieces to consider, and that's where having a special envoy would help, he said. Newsmakers will be posted at agripulse.com today. Well, here's today's He Said It. Fifty years ago, we had a shortage of gasoline. We had an escalating inflation, and we were in conflict with Russia. The world was a very different place back then. Michael Miller making light of an outdated labor regulation on autonomous tractors. And a bonus quote, have you ever seen a squirrel explode? I have. That's Senator Nelson on seeing firsthand the impacts of wildfires to wildlife. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, April 22nd. 
For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.